years ago he got a book to hold my private thoughts and now we're gonna take a peek grab a drink or smoke some pot your private thoughts read aloud how does that make you feel i don't remember what i wrote this shit might get too Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. It's a little louder, guys. Someone's favorite podcast. Sing out, kick. The world's greatest podcast. We did it. Call you, babe. Nailed the fuck out of it. Welcome to my best friend's journal. I'm Mike. Nope. <laughs> that was a complete accident. <laughs> I was thinking about what you were going to say. I'm Cam. <laughs> I'm Mike, and we're both hungover. <laughs> uh, I was going to say you more than me, but I don't know if that's true. Um, you just forgot your name. <laughs> you know, but I don't feel bad. In fact, I feel good as hell how dare you (laughs) (laughs) what happened last night mike we saw lizzo we sure did and how was she liz tastic (laughs) Uh uh-huh she was great so good so good truly a remarkable concert i spent the whole concert just dancing and singing and mike spent the whole concert what would you say you were doing i was flirting with some trade (laughs) trades what they call the hot gays they the youth is it the youth because it's like jesus listen to me it's like it's like the older queens on drag race that used trade uh yeah i think maybe it's just like a a a resurgence of that vernacular i don't know we could look it up but lord knows that's not going to happen right now i don't even know where my phone is um (laughs) i plugged it in for you last night when i put you to bed (laughs) i cam was so sweet i like almost wept this morning no, that's not true, but I was very touched. <laughs> Let's not overstate it. So, wasn't feeling great when I came home, <laughs> and Cam might have noticed, <laughs> and uh, he got me a little cold washcloth from my neck, he got me water and, and Advil and plugged in my phone, which up until now, I thought was gone forever. <laughs> you flirted your dick off, flirted yourself right into a frenzy <laughs> with what I think was maybe a thruple. That you were trying to insert yourself into, literally and figuratively. <laughs> I've got away with throuples. It's what I do. Do you? I thought you had away with couples. That's true. I'm not a... Yeah, that's right. I've had many, many couples. I've been the thruple quite often. Many? many. Well, that's a conversation for a different day when you have a little more light in your eyes. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. And also, let me clarify that because... Speaking of thruple, I'm not talking about anything sexual with Michaela and Kick, just to make that fucking <laughs> clear as day. <laughs> I have had many three ways, but also I've had many thruple relationships with like friends. Like I've been best friends with like couples. Yes. Yes, you have. That is the way that you've chosen to live your life. <laughs> it's my chosen lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. Um, we should explain to these people why they're hearing our hungover asses at the beginning of this uh, episode. Yeah. Because we're a joy. Enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> this is our gift to you. You're welcome. <laughs> we are here to bring you the second half of our Bravo style special with Michaela and Christian from last week. Yeah. As you know, if you would have listened, uh, if you would have listened. <laughs> they're here now. It. They probably listened. 
<laughs> as you probably know, uh, we got to talking so long we had to uh, we had to break this up into two episodes. And then before putting this episode out, we realized we didn't have an intro. No. So here we are, post Lizzo, coming to you live. Uh, so hope you enjoyed the first part and. Now straight into your ear holes, as Cam said so disgustingly, <laughs> hot into your ear holes. So Coming hot into your ear holes. Gross. Without further ado, <laughs> <laughs> hungover Canadian chair. <laughs> <laughs> we present the second half of our interview with Michaela and Christian. Enjoy, you filthy animals. I do my head toss, check my nails, baby. How you feeling? Okay, so we've discussed quite a bit about how Mike and Michaela met, Mm -hmm. and we have a whole story about it in the journal. Um, I'm a little bit more fuzzy about the Mike and Christian relationship origin story. So, like, Hmm. yeah, there's no like moment. No, like, I want to know, like, were you fast friends right away? Did you become friends because of Michaela? Like, how did this all work out? I've never thought about that. Hmm. It was definitely slow. We didn't really hit it off and like we were I hated him. (laughs) It might have been like helped by Michaela. Um, We certainly hung out more because Michaela and I were friends. Yeah, because you guys had a great relationship when you joined the ship, but then I was the the third wheel for a while. Third wheel. (laughs) No, my ass was the third wheel while you two were fucking on walls. (laughs) They were very, very fresh relationship-y. They were... Every time he turned around, they were making out on some wall, like always just like could not get enough of each other. I wanted them to have that time and space. So I don't want to be there in the middle while they're trying to of course. enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so I met Michaela, like Sora for the first time in the cafeteria, the dining room, mm-hmm. uh, across the table. We didn't really speak. The first time we spoke was like backstage. Like we both must have liked each other because we were like, because <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just ready to I be all specifically, cute. Um, we kind of flirted over some gum. It was just so lame. That's <laughs> cute. But she was like, this like, is my favorite gum. gum. And I was like, this gum sucks. I was like, no, it doesn't. And then it became the gum thing. But um, <laughs> Should I include it on your wedding speech? Damn. What a romantic origin story. Yeah. But like the first time I remember seeing Mike was like, I was playing like one of the shows. We had these two wings, which were like side of the stage, but not on the stage. It was kind of like, tucked away. It's weird. We had like all the horn section on one side and then all the rhythm section on the other side. So we were like left as you looked at the stage. Um, and so we did all these um, run throughs of the show and I'd see the cast. And so I got to see the cast and know who's who by observing for a lot because we did a lot of downtime. Sure. So I remember seeing, you know, Mike, he was he would, like obviously checking out Michaela. She she had told me later on that she was doing all these stretches to kind of entice me. You oh. were checking out Michaela. Oh, I thought you said yeah. you saw me checking out Michaela. No. I was like, you're false. <laughs> False. Incorrect. You're false. <laughs> so me and you're wrong. Go, you wrong. You didn't enjoy my middle split. You weren't watching me, Michael. You're doing just like a presenting of the butt ritual. Huh? Yeah. I mean, we we were we were stretching for shows, but uh-huh. like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was probably lingering in my middle split longer than uh-huh. necessary, <laughs> in hopes that those base fingers would crawl a little further. <laughs> so, so pluck her strings. Keep going. You wanted to pluck her G string. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Good. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Um, so we we did a lot of rehearsals for for the show, like blocking and stuff. Uh, but I remember specifically seeing Michael across like the stage, and he keep looking at me. And he obviously knew that Michael and I had like something going on, but he kept looking at me. I was like, 
Ooh, this guy's really interested in me. <laughs> that was you my first thought? thought of you. I've never told what? you this. You were wrong. I thought you were gay and hot for me. What? <gasps> <laughs> this is Whoa. news to both of us right now. Wow. It was short-lived. Um, that is interesting. Wait, okay. Uh, so much You to never say. spoke to me, but you just kept giving me the eyes. <laughs> that must have meant that Sorry. I wanted to be a friend because fucking Hannah says this all the time too. She's like, you loved me. I was like, I never liked you. She's like, you used to stare at me all the time. Maybe I have a staring <laughs> problem, but I did not like her, nor did I like you, Kate. And now I don't like you anymore at all. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> interesting. So what, what changed? When were you like, ah, no. Oh, I started speaking to you and you were like, hmm. Hmm. We didn't really. <laughs> I started speaking to you and I was like, he's personalityless. <laughs> No, then I, I then we got to know each other, and it was just like, oh, yeah, good, good guy, friends. Oh. You know what? That's interesting because you had, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, zero gay friends before me. Zero. And very little yeah. gay experiences. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the gay experiences now. <laughs> okay. No, it's true. Like I, I, no one that I hung out with or knew in no one in my schools were gay. Gay was not a thing where I grew up. Didn't exist. And like, there was a lot of like negative. Um, words and stuff people use as like slang. And oh, like, like f- it, c- dumpster, but f- it, fucker. F- to name a few. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty bad looking back at it, and I never really used them all. But like, it's used them all. Oh, you know, How many did you use? You grew up in a homophobic culture, absolutely, and I know that now, and that's pretty bad. But it's good to know I go back and see my friends, and none of them used any like anything like that anymore. And times have changed, and everyone's more respectful. But I remember being in that environment and that's what everyone did and it's, it's so bad. Do it's, your friends back home know that you live with a cum dumpster? <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> they all know Michael. He was at the, they were at the wedding. Yeah. So okay. we got to see him firsthand. Yeah. Gave him his speeches. So how did you get over that? Because I do know for a while you were very uncomfortable. I've seen Michaela's breast probably as often as you mm. have, to be honest with you. See him backstage all the time. I forgot. You did not like me seeing your naked girlfriend's body. You couldn't wrap your head around the fact that I wasn't. I don't care. A male. True. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't sexualizing yeah. her body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only recently that, took that a I'm long like, oh, time. it's fine. But it took a long time. I don't know what that was. Maybe it's just a lot of insecurities. And you just were not like, used to. I never liked being naked in front of people. And like, maybe that was, you know, well, you transferred were never, to others. You were, you were never homophobic and you never, but I think you just didn't fully understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like not with, with not being familiar and not knowing, not growing up, knowing anybody who is gay. You just didn't. I think that's pretty common. I no. uh, Some of my, like my best friend's husband for a long time, he did not like the fact that we would even hang out alone together, let alone the fact that like we're so comfortable with each other. She'd like change in the same room right, or whatever. Right. It took him a long time. And I think it for him, I can't speak to your experience kick, but for him, I think it was just this really hard, um, like died in the wool kind of opinion that men sexualize women mm-hmm. when they see them. And mm-hmm. so like right. it, him like trying to divorce that idea from me being her gay best friend was like, these things do not compute kind of thing. And it wasn't even anything against me. He was just like, I don't like that. Right. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to make that about me, but I was just, that's kind of a common yeah. thing. It's exactly the same. Well, your, your parents didn't have any gay friends either. Did they? And like now, I don't know. They weren't. No. Also, it's the same situation. No. Kick wasn't homophobic. Your parents weren't homophobic. My, just, uh, my parents weren't great growing no? up, but I did. I started doing theater when I was younger, and and they had to learn quickly. You were very influential on your parents for a lot of things. Yeah, my, my parents are my parents are great. They they change their opinions quickly, and change is harder as you get older. That is so rare. It yeah. is. It is. It's crazy. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. They have like yeah. really yeah completely done one eighties in a bunch of yeah, very of controversial topics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is great. It's possible, everyone. It's possible. There's hope. That's. I mean, that's why 
people are always beating the drum about having the hard discussions, like talking about the uncomfortable right. things with people because you don't know how people can change. You don't know how opinions can change and how right. views can be shaped unless you sit down and have those conversations. So kudos to you for being That's willing to talk is. to your parents about it. My parents, my parents punished me growing up with conversation. Like I never got grounded ever. We would just have discussions and it was like the worst <laughs> thing ever. It was like, it's great. Yeah. I was like, please just send me to my room. They're like, no, we're going to sit and talk for two hours. Oh, like, wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> what unconventional parenting. I love that. Oh yeah. Oh, it will be a strategy of mine. If I'm a parent. <laughs> we're going to talk this to death. Yeah. Yeah. You will wish you were grounded for two weeks. <laughs> Punished me with conversations. Truly. So, but you are, I mean, you've talked to earlier about how you're an HR nightmare, like kind of tongue in cheek <laughs> about, but you meant that, but we talked off mic about this, about how you are willing to have conversations with people that they don't want to have, but you know that they're the conversation you need to have to see results. And so you'll sit down and have like that uncomfortable conversation and yep. that's, that, that gets shit done. It, it does definitely. And I'm privileged. And like we, what we were talking about was on the previous contract that Michael and I did together was on a cruise ship. And, um, we talked about how as performers we are, we get the nice cabins and we get the nice schedule. And so I was a, I was a representative on this crew forum, which is with everyone else on the ship with waiters and housekeepers and so many different cultures and ethnicities and everything. And I was, I was very angry that our health center provided band-aids and condoms for free 24 seven outside of the health station and no tampons or pads or period products. And so every meeting I would bring it up and make everyone really uncomfortable. Can you make the captain say period and watch him squirm or something like that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what did they have to say about that though? They, Oh my God. They, um, they said that it wasn't a, a disease risk like, um, like STIs were to which I said that period blood or the menstrual lining that you, that you shed when you have your period is it carries and contains all of the same, um, infectious. Pathogens. It could possibly have all the things that, that semen could possibly might have. have anything that semen would have. And so I did threaten um, to free bleed all over the ship. Oh. <laughs> 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 Michaela, that is bold. I was like, please tell me that it will not be a risk if I free bleed on your theater seats that guests are going to come in and stay on. Uh-huh. And I wrote letters and did lots of stuff. And um, it, it was, it was. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. But, no, it was but you know, I uh, slow progress. A couple, you got a couple slow responses, but for a major corporation led all by straight white dudes, yeah. you made you started to yeah. crack it a little bit. Yeah, and the 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 rep for our department that that succeeded me, uh, she said that she was going to try as well. But Take it was actually really cool. I had like this sweet. Ukrainian man come up to me and be like, I'm so proud of you. If that had been my daughter, I, he was like, I never thought about that, but, but I wish, I wish that that would change so that if my daughter ever does ships, she won't have to worry about it. And lots of people were really sweet. That is amazing. It, 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 wow. I mean, good for you. That's a huge like conversation in society in general about like the fact that we tax these products, uh, like at, like, yeah. like with regular sales tax, you know, oh, yeah. as opposed to oh, like yeah. Something that is a, a necessity. Item. Yeah, exactly. Right. Thank you for putting those uh, or making sense of my ramblings. But uh, those conversations in a room full of strangers, a lot right. of whom are men, are, I can only imagine, incredibly difficult. So What's hard is containing yourself because it's so easy to get angry. And I know that everyone who deals with these issues, how can you not get so angry and just be viewed as an angry feminist and angry anything? <laughs> you run the risk. Good for you.
I have one more question for the group at large here. Um, and as an outsider looking in, um, I really love the dynamic of the three of your relationship. Like we have the married couple. We have the gay best friend. And- well, I gotta be gay. <laughs> Got the gay guy. <laughs> the best friend. There, there is a specific dynamic between a woman and a gay best friend. And I, I, I think that that is a, a specific dynamic that I see a lot between Michaela and Mike. And but I will we- say I appreciate that Michaela never introduces me as her gay best friend. I, I, well, that I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, never. It's a I, thing. I, Some I women are like, this is my gay best friend. I'm, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Right. That's a conversation for, <laughs> yeah. for those Save that for friends later. specifically. Um, and then we have the two like buddies here. Like, uh, you know, you always talk about Mike, you talk about how you and kick like to like play, you love activities together and this kind of stuff. So, and then that all works really well in this kind of like fun trio that we've gone from meeting on a ship seven years ago to living together in New York and now living together in California. And so much has happened in between. So I think about that and I can only imagine it can't all have been sunshine and rainbows. I mean, you've lived together Mike and Michaela, you've lived together literally in a room for six months at a time, a tiny cabin on a ship. Like you're in each other's shit constantly. How does this literally, how do you guys deal with that? How do you get to the point where you can still be best friends and almost like siblings a lot of the time um, and, and still care for each other and want to spend time together? I think there, there's probably like two parts to that. As far as the three of us go, I know that I, I think I think we're so close-minded in how we view relationships and living with people and like it's actually such a beautiful thing we're talking about them going off Calling and playing. beautiful? <laughs> Tell me again. Our friendship, our friendship, our relationship and is also beautiful. Me. Like we take care of each other in different ways that like Christian and I can't just take care of each other in that way. I don't like to go like play tennis in like the morning. I, t- I don't like to go like, I'm not that I don't have that. They, they go together and do like these fun things, get their energy out. Kick and I like to play. You went on a bike ride in Seville with kick going downhill so fast with my best friend kick bought a kite. You bought a kite. Ah! Christian and I flew it. It is so perfect. It is so great <laughs> that I don't have to pretend that I enjoy doing that. Uh-huh. And like Michael takes care of me in a way that Christian doesn't, which is like, not to say that, Christian can't take care of me in all ways, but like, but we have a completely different dynamic that is a completely different, like way of talking and relating and working things out. And I think that we all serve different roles for each other. And it's, that's actually pretty beautiful. No one person can fulfill everything you need. Um, yeah. which I think is super valid. And I think you and your husband have that kind of relationship too, where you like, you understand that you get a lot from each other and there's things you get from friends outside or from family. And like, we have those conversations really often where I'm like, I feel like I'm asking you to be everything right now. And that's not fair to you. Um, specifically he is a real social butterfly and I can be a lot more type B sometimes. So like I, I want to spend time by myself, but then I realize I'm not getting the things that the, the benefits of having like a lot of social interactions because I work from home. I don't always make time to go spend time with friends. And I'm like, I need to specifically go out and have time with my friends because you can't be everything. You can't be my like lover and support system and friend and confident and all these things all at once is too much. So you guys have kind of this beautiful, at least from where I sit, it looks yeah. like this beautiful relationship uh, of where, you know, you kind of have it all under one roof. You guys both have a best friend in Mike and Mike has two best friends with you guys. Um, it's, it's really fun. It's a, it's a unique dynamic. I don't have any other friends that have, uh, like such a, a kind of a, a storied history and such a close friendship. It's, it's a lot of fun to see. You guys have seen good, bad, and the ugly. I think we've all seen that of each other. <laughs> Probably. Michael and I did share a, how many feet, how many square feet would we call that? 
It was smaller than the space in which we're recording right now. Mm-hmm. 64 square feet, less than 100 square feet of space. Yeah. Yes. Oh, definitely. Far less. We knew literally every single thing that we did in a day. I knew when he shit. I knew when he was falling asleep. <laughs> every burp, cough, loogie hawked. Like, that's a specific one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. PTSD. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, are, you a, are you a spitter? She's, yes. Uh, in the morning. Uh, and after uh, we so uh, we've talked at length about my agedness so i'm such a grumpy old man and literally part of that is that every single joint in my body cracks and michaela knows each one and when she's like oh left hip right hip <laughs> you know that when michael first toe. when michael falls asleep he like moans a little bit do you know this about no. him no mm-hmm. good share with the world yeah he'll i if he's falling asleep he's like Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh no, he was just masturbating. <laughs> but like every night. That's every night. That's intimate. That is intimacy. <laughs> it really is. Uh, <laughs> and you live to tell the tale. I love that you guys lived together before that. You moved into a shoebox together and you maintained your plans to move across the country together afterwards. It says sure. something about your relationship. We had to be logical about it too. Sometimes we'd be like I'm, I'm going to be gone from this room for exactly 47 minutes. Do with that what you will. Uh-huh. We'd like let each other know the exact <laughs> amount of time we'd be gone. Be like, you need private space? You have this. I'll be back on this exact minute. So enjoy every second until there then. There was one time that he left for a long time, but he didn't tell me he was going to be gone for a long time. And I was so pissed. I was like, why didn't you tell me you were going to be gone for a full two hours? I could have come 27 times. <laughs> Did you, I mean it's it's my best friend's journal so we have to talk about jerking off did you like have places in the ship where you would go or did you have oh, no. schedule time Sched- to do we that schedule time okay. it was usually gym time it was the other person's gym time okay hmm. was it <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> mike was like all the time was my time jerk off time whether she was in there or not <laughs> contrasting to the first one there was no sex had with each other in the room definitely not did no. you mike even have sex during that entire last contract i had sex once in my cabin i did have sex in the last contract when i did have sex in the ship the last time was on a top bunk and it ended prematurely because he leaked all over he was uh exclusively a bottom and he was just um, douche water (laughs) i had some privilege because we'll get to this later in the journal but he uh he was the personal trainer at the gym, so he had access to the spa and stuff so we (laughs) fucked in a lot of great spots oh my god that is so hot we can talk about it later it's getting steamy in here. So it's a very Samantha Jones kind of fantasy. It's like he's stretching you out. Totally was. But actually, it's weird because he's this huge, jacked, Eastern European dude. And he, to put to quote him, said, I bought the Morley. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever you need, dude. Bend over. Put it right between those muscly cheeks. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> But you hit the nail on the head when you said siblings. That's how we existed. We exist as siblings. And like, I think that's probably what gets us through because we bicker, but we don't hold anything in. Like, I'm like, you're, and he's like, and then it's done. Oh yeah. It's the same as my sisters. Would you have been able to survive that with your actual sisters? That, that close quarters? Probably. I think we did better than you would have done with your sisters. Yeah. We probably did a little better, but probably similar, but no one else in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I don't know if this is interesting for anyone. Period. (laughs) (laughs) We have this friends theory that um, everybody is a combination of two characters from friends. And the three of us make up all six characters. Okay, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 
Oh God, am I going to offend anyone? No, they're okay. all great. Um, so right off the bat, I'm going to say Michaela's a Rachel. She has two things. So Rachel but, and that's so one of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rachel's taken care of. <laughs> um, I think Joey is the straightest of the straight boys. So I'm going to give that to kick. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Um, I've got Chandler. I think you're a Monica. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike, I think that you are the Chandler Monica relationship. Nailed it. Okay. I'm going to say kick as a Joey Ross. Yes. Yeah. All right. And that leaves a Phoebe Rachel. (laughs) Okay. That's how we like. All right. I mean, there's obviously they're they're written characters. So there's there's lots of variation to be had. But in general, we can kind of attribute our personalities to combinations like that. It's just interesting. The the friend spectrum. That's why we make a perfect little trio. That's hilarious. And like female, female, male, 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 female. female. Oh, Oh, look at that. And a relationship, like a symbiotic one. Yeah. Although, although I do think that I am going more Rachel Monica than Rachel Phoebe these days. Yeah, maybe you were, um, I have evolved, but you do have some quirk to you. Yeah. That's the Monica. Kate gets offended by these sometimes. She's like, I got the terrible ones. But I always say Joey is the most. I'm all Ross is boring and no. occasionally funny. Ross is like, Ross is, oh. is a planner like sen- and he's thoughtful. And he's like sensitive too. He's like, hmm. And Joey is the most selfless. <laughs> I'm the best one. No, Joey's, yes. Joey's the only one who will do anything for his friends at all times. The other ones cannot say that. The other ones are a little more selfish. Joey, mm-hmm. Joey would do anything for the rest of them. Uh, I have had two people recently uh, be like, I love the uh, pick up the sock, Judy. Friends <laughs> reference. I feel like friends references for most people in our generation are pretty universal. So it's appreciated <laughs> by the people. Okay. Um, we have two. Hours left of this episode. (laughs) Before we move on to a couple of required segments from my best friend's journal, I want to ask... Michaela's laughing, so I'm sure she's got an idea. I want to ask Michaela and Kick to do a couple things. Give us... I'm giving you an opportunity here. You can either rectify a story that you think I told wrong, or you can have your opportunity to tell your own embarrassing Michael stories since I've used all of your stories so, so freely. Wait, so they're getting an either or? They can't you do can both. do both. You can do both. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> one moment to embarrass me. <laughs> if you have one. Um, I have one about um, when you took the naked pictures and for the calendar uh-huh. you mentioned in a previous episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, check um, the Instagram for the, <laughs> for the receipts. Check your Instagrams. Um, I had a funny um, memory of, of Michael's uh, and we talked about it off mic as well, but then I had a realization that I was totally wrong. But I'll tell you what I thought, what happened. Um, he, I was in our apartment in New York and he told me about this calendar and he had to go and like he kept putting it off about going, taking this picture, uh, a naked picture for this calendar. And we would laugh about it all night. And like it got to like 11 p.m. And I I saw the picture recently on the Instagram and I was like, oh, I took that picture. <laughs> Did He's you like completely naked and like has uh, one of our uh, paintings in the background that we had in our, in our apartment and like the bottle of wine that we were drinking or whatever. Um, I was like, and Michael's like, no, you did not take that picture. <laughs> Kick told Michaela's parents in front of all of us that he took the naked picture of me. I was like, no, you did not have a naked photo shoot with me. That was a selfie. I don't know what gave you the memory oh. that you took this picture. Oh, because you oh. put it, you like framed it and put it in our room. Oh, I printed or them like, out and I kept, I kept putting them like under their pillow. 
that's I was... why. <laughs> he was like confusing memories. Yeah. Yes, but I was there uh, when you were about to do it, and then you ran away like so late, and I was like, I have to do something, and you came back with this picture, and you're like, is this okay? And then we so found was, like, it under our pillow for the next week. <laughs> so I was like, I was part of it, but I wasn't taking the pictures. That makes a lot of sense uh, about how we've talked about how memories will just like right. conflate things. You can just yeah. connect the connect the dots uh-huh. in your head. NPR said memories are brainwaves <gasps> recreating the experience of the memory. Oh. The next time it is remembered, it's a recreation of the recreation like telephone. <gasps> you were there when he was taking the picture. You saw the picture a thousand times thereafter. Therefore, in your head, you probably took it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's too funny. Also, it makes so much sense that Mike would be putting it off until Aaron was probably like, you you need to send me this picture by midnight. <laughs> you were like, it's 11 p.m. Oh, God. <laughs> I also have another edition. I have too many people. I better start my bottle of wine and then I'll get to this picture. It's kind of like when he packs for trips, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Literally exactly the same. Late night packing as usual. That still to this day, right? Oh, Are like, you still a last minute packer? Yeah. I've gotten a tiny bit better maybe, but I always like get a bottle of wine and I'm like, oh, I'll pack and do it. And then what happens is it's like one in the morning and I still haven't done it. It's 3 a.m. I need to pack still. Let's open a bottle of wine. <laughs> I have to amend the hat story also. The hat falling off his head, uh, oh. walking like on the dock from the ship. We, hey, Michael, just I just bought this hat and he was super proud of his hat. And it looked great in it. And we were walking from the dock ship along the jetty. And I was like, hey, you got to keep a hold of that hat. Otherwise, it's going to blow off in the wind. You're like, nah. So that's like one second later, it blows off his head. And he's like, oh, keeps walking. Like, don't want to get that hat. You loved it. <laughs> I told people that you warned me. It's really breezy, and Kick was like, oh, keep your hands on your hat while we walk off the gangway. It's going to fly. I was like, it's fine. Six seconds later, it flies <laughs> right off my head, <laughs> lands in the water, and I was like, oh, oh well. He was like, what? <laughs> he just got on his knee and bent down and picked it up and was like, here you go. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> but you don't you tell the right story what happened afterwards. That you so got it for me. I had to like jump across the, another jetty. And like me and another like crew member that we barely knew had to like haul onto each other's ankles. Like, I hauled <laughs> his ankle like, like like ten foot like from. You the, made a human ladder to get this hat. Yes, and he was like scooping it up, and it's like stuck under the dock and all all the stuff. It was like huge thing, and you was just standing there, and it was like the way probably they... tapping my foot with my arms crossed, like let's go. You described that as kick just bent down and picked it up out of the water. <laughs> so much effort, and you're like, oh, thanks. I also want to point out this hat was probably ten euro, but I love the commitment. Oh. Was it a FOMO gift, or did you buy it yourself? No, it was a FOMO gift. They bought it for me for one of the days I couldn't get off. So it was like the nicest FOMO gift we'd ever gotten. And I wore it for like years after. That's the it is the hat in the naked picture that we just put it on is. Instagram. Oh my god. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah. yeah. That's why I love the hat so much. It was a gift. And we're like, we don't want to lose the hat. That's funny. That's that hat. Fedora-esque. Yeah. So Michaela, do you have either an embarrassing moment about me that I haven't shared that you want to share as, you know, to get back, and or a um, correction of any story I told that you think was not correct. I have both. Oh wow, she's ready. I was reminded by these these naked pictures of the um, the time that I was scrolling through your photos and we both gasped. Juicy as dick. Yes, we were really drunk. When was this? Do you remember? I don't know. I, I was I really this drunk. Really hard. And so, what's amazing is I. Well, you had edited this. It was a mirror selfie, and All it was DJ in Matt. black and white. Like you, like it was. It was nice. Tasteful nude. It was a tasteful it was a, nude. It was a tasteful was nice. nude, but it was nuder than this nude that you guys are talking about. Was it like dick in hand? 
like I don't I I don't remember if I thank God you don't I know think if it was maybe I blocked it out like so we have never like we've changed we've lived together but like I don't think you've seen your vagina no and I've made well, no, every effort for you you've not, not seen my vulva your vulva yes <laughs> there's no genitals out in your relationship well you should make a correction because I said vagina but the thing you can yes. see is a vulva yeah um right like we have not and I have not seen your dick except for this one moment but literally I can remember the picture in my in my head except for his drunk like I think I blocked it out okay. but I was pretty <laughs> drunk too so it's just like it's like my my vision just went blurry uh-huh. in that one part of the photo but I do remember the pubes <laughs> <laughs> that's all quite, I remember like quite, I don't remember the dick but I remember the pubes quite a reputation for pubes right oh. now oh. Um, <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go into hypnosis to get that dick thing back <laughs> let's not so that's so, the embarrassing memory that's the embarrassing okay that's the embarrassing we did say we talked about oversharing and me sending camera pick um so yeah it happens it happens there's absolutely a photo in our message thread that i saw recently and i think it was something along the lines of it was a fire island look and i was like i'm not showing you this to be disgusting but is this enough pubes or something like that <laughs> i sent you a photo of me like basically naked looking i was like just look, don't look at most of this look at part of this you're, you're not shy about your pubes you just don't want people to and see you also like have told gherkin. me when to not look at certain things like for it was just a mistake like i i would never just scroll through the photos on your phone so it was like something intentional that i was looking for or whatever and you'd given me permission and it was like what forgot there was she was looking for an asshole pic and she came across this dick pic <laughs> um and um my correction is just about is about your dancing you're not a bad dancer our director L made me cry for how bad my dancing was. He literally said, "You are too awkward to be on stage." Today L, who's the, you just said was the director. Today yeah. L told me he was surprised I'm here because I'm so awkward to watch on stage. Mm. Can you I? You are just. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Would you call him a good mover, but not a dancer? Yeah, just not. not yes, like absolutely. Th- it's fair to say that you're not a dancer. A dancer right. implies some sort of training, and that's not you. But you're you're not a bad mover. Right. Four years ago. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> did not know that. <laughs> and so for this track, like he was, he, I mean, it was called a singer dancer track, but it was just supposed to be a mover, but you were just so in your head and he'd made you really freaked out and he was picking on you for some, for some reason. Really grinds my gears that he gave me so much trouble and awful lead singer, none. I'm like, do you hear that she oh is God. not even in the same chord we are singing? That's just, I think he was being hard on you. I think he liked you. I think he was being pickier with you. Like seeing some of himself in you, or something like that. One of those man. things. He was, he was a, a strange man, and he was. He can was, we say he was very religious and closeted, and that's it. He Ew. was. He was. I think actually, someone said that he knew he was gay oh, and was true, yeah. choosing not to be for his God. Uh, I have met some of those men myself, and they are usually pretty miserable fuckers. Really? It's a hard life to live. It's hard. Yeah, and they will also pick on out gay men above all for sure because mm. they there's a jealousy at right. play. Something that is something going on, just something ugly. extra. Something he was that a he very would, nice he was man. Ni- he, he really was, was a nice man. He was a lovely man. He was lovely to me, and he was lovely too. He was lovely to me afterward too. He was. Yeah. He rectified. He we had some horrible moments, but he really was a compassionate, good person despite the torture he was putting himself through. Right. So I think that it was something wrapped up in all of that. I think that it got you way too in your head about your movement. Um, but so there, there, there is a, a glorious funny moment in that correction where, where, uh, what was it? What show? It was our Broadway show and our, Broadway oh, style. we were singing. It was on Broadway. And we're all doing some sort of a dancey pass across the stage. And I think it was up to us to decide what we're doing. And so uh, Michael 
goes across and if you have you already talked about this michael can kick his face we have not talked about it before michael but he is bendy kick his face Let me explain that real quick. being a mover not a dancer i was drunk in ballet once in college <laughs> Long story, I won't get into it. Did a split that I couldn't do and broke something, and I've had a split ever since. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like ballerinas who like pay to have their hips broken. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I like, I tore something. I was like, oh, that wasn't right. But since that day, I've been able to kick my face. <laughs> Which leg is it? It's like one my leg, left leg right? yeah. yeah. My right leg can't even hit 90 degrees. So he can, he can whack his fucking face, which is very impressive for a non-dancer. So surprising too. People are always shocked. <laughs> People are always shocked. So this is this moment. He's pulling out this trick. He's crossing across stage, and he. I think you did like you went for it. You did a jump, and he did a kick, and it seemed to happen in slow motion. He's going. He kicks. He whacks his face. We're all like, <gasps> and then because of all the momentum. He falls. <laughs> and so everyone's going, oh. <laughs> Straight over. I had a huge bruise. He like. fell so hard. And it could not have been helpful to the situation because this was in rehearsals oh, for this. No. This was a different, uh, different director. director. L, who made me cry, was not in the room anymore. It was one of the ones who I said was being kind. And in fact, he was like, do you have any tricks? What can... He was like, what would make you comfortable? I'm not going to assign you something. Do you and you know, have fun. And they were excited for a second. And then and so quickly It was just so good. It was just one of those moments where everyone's like oh yeah oh god 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 <laughs> don't look at it that is hilarious i can just i can see it happening it in my glorious. head all right guys well you've had your redemption um so here at my best friend's journal we now as of two episodes ago we have bits we like to keep yeah we have moments um cam we neglected to ask each other in our introduction what the gayest moment of our week was and though we have a couple of readers here <laughs> an offensive term for straight people <laughs> <laughs> I would like to have you as honorary gays and, and extend that to you as well. I want everyone's gayest moment of the week. Gay, 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 gay. Who starts? Cam, why don't you start us off? This is your thing. Oh, okay. Uh, mine's pretty easy. Uh, I got my long overdue dose of drag queens this week because <gasps> RuPaul's Drag Race UK started. I can't and I fucking bought a subscription to World of Wonder, their streaming app, so I can watch that shit as it happens. Can we have your login? Fuck yes, you can. <laughs> we are in our 30s. You own a home. And we are taking his login. <laughs> it costs $3.99 a month, but I will share it. It is uh, so worthwhile. We'll Venmo you too. <laughs> Money well spent. I'm shocked you didn't correct me. We're not all in our 30s. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I saw the first episode of that and I felt like it was coming home. It's like, you're back in the workroom. It's RuPaul. It's Michelle, Michelle Visage. And also I love all things English. I love like, they're the, so British right now. I, Is she still on Strictly? No, not anymore. Um, was oh. she on, Oh, Strictly Come Dancing. That's right. Um, I saw her on the West End last year, oh, uh, wow. and everyone, everybody loves Jamie, which was really fun. And she talks <sighs> about it like 14 times in the first episode. We're like, we get it, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle oh was in that? Yeah. She was great. Ginger Minge was there as was Ross Matthews, uh, just to <laughs> see it. Michelle Visage plays the teacher and she's supposed to do like a Nordy accent and she <gasps> can't even do a regular <gasps> British accent. Oh my and God. It came in and out like nothing, like oh no accent you've ever seen. I was like, this is a professional production. They should have just made her... The fact that she was Northern, like everyone else, had no bearing on the plot. She could have just been an totally. American teacher in a, nor- a school in Northern England. She's a singer. Shouldn't she be able to, like, I feel like that's easier to get accents oh. if you're already, like, know how to work um, with your voice. I would like to dispute that. We have illustrated no less than 400 terrible accents on here. 
Oh. <laughs> charity, charity, charity. Thick Scottish accent. Bad balloons. <laughs> uh, bingo. A theme park man. December 21st. Yeah, poof. Manja manja mozzarella. <laughs> they talked about it on the podcast with RuPaul about how she was going to, um, they were kind of waiting until opening to see if she could get the accent and then they were going to pull it if she. That's too late. And, <laughs> and, and But then she didn't have it. And, and she was still it. doing, it was coming in and out, like word to word. It was so Oof. distracting. She actually sang great. She killed it. Yeah. She was really fun. It was fun to watch her dance. And like she was, her acting was fine, but good God, the accent. It was oh, so bad. That's too bad. So but, are you having the gayest moment of your week right now? Reliving this? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure I am. Uh, sorry. Yeah. All that to say, it felt like coming home. I love mm. being back in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. World of wonder. World of wonder. I'm so happy. Let's go around the table. Kick. Oh, um, so... I just got back from England. I was there visiting family and friends for about 10 days. Um, so I had a very, very straight visit to England. Boo! <laughs> boo! <laughs> um, get out! Get out! <laughs> straight people! English people! Boo! What, what are we booing? I can't remember. So, um, Both your stories are British. Oh, yeah. So um, I, one moment uh, stood out. We went to see my friend Jack at his new apartment. Uh, my friend Stee and Jack's new girlfriend was there. Stee. Shout out. With no V. It's just ste, ste, hmm. spelled ste. <laughs> um, and but we went to Asda, which is uh, the UK's Walmart, and it's gay. We, it's got ass in the name. Yeah, keep going. A- Sorry, Asda, A S D A, not Asda, Asda. <laughs> and so I was like, "Ooh, I fancy some wine. I fancy. Spe- I feel special." Um, but. Uh, Steve had been drinking rosé a lot for some reason. That's good. He's like, well, let's, let's get some rosé. And he's, I was like, mm, okay, I don't really drink rosé. You pick it. And so we picked this really pretty like bottle. It was like kind of cut in like these very sharp ways in the mm-hmm. center of the bottle. I was like, oh, that's pretty. And um, we went back to the flat and we um, cracked up with me and Steve, cracked up with this rosé. We watched uh, Beethoven, <laughs> <gasps> the dog film. Oh, oh my God. With the daughter named Rice. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I used to love that movie. So Wait. we shared we shared a bottle of wine, uh, rosé, and then at the end of the rosé, we gave the, the bottle, which is one of the reasons we bought it, to Jack, who put flowers in it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so gay. I'm so was, proud of you. Super cute. That but, is so great. That is, yeah, good for oh, you. Just, my game. I'm with the you week. know what? That's just three to... lads drinking rosé and putting flowers in bottles. <laughs> Remember when I said that my gayest moment, the gayest moment of my life was... It's the gayest night of my life. Um, that guy that I loved, we um, baked a cheesecake. Ooh. We drank some rosé, probably Franzia, um, and watched um, The Sound of Music as we cuddled. Okay, I honestly take it back. That is gayer than butt size. It doesn't get any gayer. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glad we can relate there. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> Wow, I'm really impressed. Uh, you, you're welcome to stay here anytime you want. Honorary gay. <laughs> In my own house. <laughs> Beethoven, too. That's like a deep cut. There's something very sweet about like watching old films and drinking wine with your, your buddies. I like that. Rosé. Rosé, even. Michaela. My turn? Yeah. So, uh, last weekend, um, I'm doing shows, doing West Side Story, and um gay gay Sorry. already gay a boy like it's that like very gay <laughs> a boy like that he'll fuck your brother <laughs> and um it's during the rumble scene which i'm not in so i'm backstage i'm in the dressing room but my mic got turned on accidentally <laughs> so on stage nightmare there are the jets and the sharks and they're deciding how they're gonna rumble they've just agreed to a rumble and on stage you hear like pick your weapons 
Bricks, knives, bottles, chains. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that is what my mic picked up. <laughs> oh, you said that? I, that was, yes. You they were didn't, I, was, I was in the dressing room. <laughs> that is what it picked up. A singular yas. <laughs> knives, guns, yas! <laughs> <laughs> They all, the guys that were on stage were like, we didn't know if someone in the audience was like, yeah. <laughs> audience, it could have been those guys themselves. <laughs> it could have been them themselves. Too. Sorry, I was getting into it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Just a random shark. Bottles, knives, chains. That is yeah. so good. <laughs> um, and then, so we, uh, we got our uh, daily call for the next day. And in the notes section, it was like, please be aware of your mics, blah, blah, blah. A yas was picked up today <laughs> in the show. <laughs> like in quotations, a yas was picked up. <laughs> That's amazing. There's <laughs> air quotes. <laughs> and so for many reasons, uh-huh. it was gloriously gay. That's well done. A, that's a wonderfully gay moment. All right, Mike. Those are really good ones. This You're is hard. Right? I feel this is underwhelming because those are so great. And all three of you are straight, apparently. <laughs> Looking huh? at you fucking two women. <laughs> I'm neither a platinum nor a gold star. <gasps> you had, had sex with a woman? Two. <gasps> <laughs> oh, bringing oh. it all the way back to the beginning of this whole thing. Um... It's not that gay, but I guess my gayest moment is I like vogued across the floor at work. <laughs> Poor K, Maria. <laughs> oh, it's looking at you. Um, <laughs> Poor K, Anita. I um I did like a little like a mini voguelet. I just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced you can vogue. <laughs> wasn't a, Show me, prove wasn't it. A true he vogue. whacked his face full over. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and said he was voguing. It wasn't a true vogue. I was just kind of walking the runway, so I did like a little um. Okay. A little like hand thing in front of my face and one of my coworkers, the same one who called me old, was like, oh my God, do that again. And so then I took that to heart and I did it like across the floor <laughs> through all the tables. I did like a full Naomi Campbell walk. What are your, co- this is a- no, not even your coworkers, what are your superiors thinking in this moment? I'm the only gay there, so I get away with whatever I want. They're just like, oh, he's gay. <laughs> they don't even know what it is. It's like such a, like a straight white. I, I bet I'm the only gay a lot of them even know, honestly. Okay. So they, they, I'm, they I'm didn't educating. recognize it as voguing. They're just like, that's Michael being weird. They don't even know. <laughs> he's out there being gay. Doing what gay guys do in the middle of restaurants. Yeah. I guess they in, flail their hands around like that. In their workplace. Yeah. And then I had sex on one of the tables. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, there he is, being Michael. <laughs> Putting stuff up his butt again. <laughs> Salt shaker. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. That's going to stink. Yeah. Uh, all right. In addition to the gayest moment of the week, I think you owe us a would you rather. Oh, no. Okay, this is fun. Everyone everyone (laughs) Everyone groans. groans. They know how terrible they usually are. Okay. Kick, would you rather Swass blows you till you complete or It's a lot of pressure. Awful lead singer eats out Michaela until she comes. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh. You've outdone yourself, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That's rude. (laughs) Oh my god! You put me in a real difficult position. Mm-hmm. At least I didn't ask you if you wanted to blow him. I made it a little easier for you. Changing can I, can it. Would I, you I, rather blow? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get to purchase a blindfold? Sure. You Never can a, ask qualifiers to Michael. He will make it harder. You can have a blindfold, but like, there's no question who who's happened. Who these people are? Was Swass gay? Yeah. My uh, my favorite part of these um, would you rather this from Michael is that I get to explore the universe and. What? You can get to Explain ask questions words. and just really identify what he's talking about. And because he always has an answer for you, doesn't yeah. he? So can I can I wear a blindfold? Yes. It probably is Wes. Okay. Oh, oh, that was a good husband. Very nice I'll take the bullet. Answer. That's the correct answer because I would never come. 
Okay, There's Michaela. No way. And we're point. turning it on you. Would you rather awfully singer eat you out until you come, or you make kick blow swass till he comes? Michael. <laughs> oh shit. That that was a really good one, and also a completely uh, legit and strange reaction for me. <laughs> I don't know what word or what sound just came out of my throat. Oh, I could never do that to Christian, but I also can you just sit back and try and think of anything else? What if she's really good at? She might be. We heard some things. Eating puneni. Oh you heard. You have a story. She might but be great. It's so it's in so your, it's mental. all in yeah. your brain. It's all in your brain. She was in the cabin next to me. She did like to comment on how she would hear um, Kick and I having sex. And I got my redemption one time when she had sex or something like that with um, someone who was actually a guest. So she <clears throat> should have been fired. Um, a scandal. Yeah. <laughs> all I heard, though, was the bed going. Like so like literally that speed, that speed so fast. And um, she had given me so much shit for it everything that the next day I was like awful lead singer <laughs> you had a night girl what was going on that was like speed like that was like energizer bunny and she was like oh no I only gave him head so um, <laughs> so then we all just like had this image of her somehow managing to to give this guy a blowjob and go that fast like she was like bouncing on the bed I, don't, I literally don't know how it was that fast it was so fast it was like Seth bloods well for the would you rather maybe she's that's, excellent that's yeah. true maybe she is the energizer bunny she'd be able to she's got a vibrating tongue like maybe it can happen okay tongue. so are you gonna I'll pick that one I'll pick that one spare your husband that's yeah, good because he yeah. spared you and spare myself so Michaela chooses getting tongue punched to completion <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. You know what? I think that'll be... I, I will spare you today, Cam. I won't ask you one because we had our willing guests to do it for us and save you. Well, I mean, I'm grateful, but I fear to find out what's going to come out of your mouth when your mom's the guest on the show. <laughs> oh, God. Only time will tell, I suppose. I think that probably brings us to the end of this very special year-end episode. I think uh, listeners can look forward to a special guest at the end of every calendar year in the journal. I think we're ready Perhaps. to commit to that. Yeah. Yeah. See if we can... Might be you two again. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thanks, Thanks for yeah. guys. And, uh, yeah. For now. Um, hey, uh, Michaela, do you have any idea where listeners can find us if they want more of my best friend's journal? <gasps> um, they can find you on Instagram at like, MBFJ Podcast. You're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Um, um, same with Twitter and Facebook. Same with Twitter and Facebook and Gmail my best friend's journal at gmail.com. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Yes. Well done. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and what's our website? My best friend's journal.com. Wow. Not dot com. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> <laughs> dot com dumpster. That's Michael Wessels at me dot com dumpster. <laughs> E.com dumpster <laughs> at ima.com. Uh, all right, Christian, until next time, always remember don't forget that your fancy rose wine bottles can be used as a beautiful flower display. Hot interior design tips. <laughs> we have to go, he's getting gayer by the minute. <laughs>